small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today around the table, let me tell you what's happening here. Uh, my wife and my daughter left today uh, to travel cross country on an airplane. So, what do I do? First thing I do, have a couple of ladies over. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. First of all, you know her and you love her because she's been here before. Please welcome and say hello to Heather Stewart. Hey, Heather. Hi. How are you? Where's the clapping? At home. People are doing it in their cars. (laughs) Thank you. And Heather has brought a friend of hers. And we're going to get into it. We're going to find out why they're friends, how they're friends, what they do together, all this good stuff. And let me tell you something. This person has a name that you can pronounce first name and last name two different ways. And if you listen to this show, you know that's going to be trouble for me. But I'm going to try it right now. Please welcome Leah Finkelstein. You nailed it. Did I do it? You nailed it. No, you're it. shaking your head, Heather. No, right? I okay. just, I'm just like a professional, man. Okay. We need organic clapping again. And, yeah. and before we continue, I just want people to know that Finkelstein, <laughs> it's not Stein, Finkelstein. <laughs> Finkelstein is the doctor, not the monster. Right. Correct? By the way, I'm going to start calling you Finkelstein. Finkelstein. <laughs> yes. Way to go, Pat. Okay. Now I have a new nickname I, to add. I don't even have the to say Finkelstein. the last name. I'm not, I'm not even attempting the last name again. I'm just going to I'm just gonna concentrate on Leah. Thank you for that gold, Pat. I appreciate it. Oh, my dear What's God. up, Finkelstein? All right. <laughs> Leah and Heather. Hi. The topic Hello. today is we're going to talk about mu- uh, music from movies or scores from movies. Anything, any music, any piece of music that's been played in a movie is fair game today. You guys brought 10 songs each. I have 10 songs. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason we're doing this is because you two play music. Yes. And you have started to branch out yep. into scoring films. Yes. Correct? correct. Yes, that is correct. All right. Do you guys have like a, a company name? Well, we're is we, it Fecalstein? <laughs> it's it, one well, that it is now. <laughs> it's going to be called Fecal Stew. Fecal Films. Fecal, Fecal Films. Stew. Oh God! No, we are uh, currently branded as Stuart and Finkelstein. Stuart and Finkelstein. Yep. All right. I like it. It could be music. It could be comedy. We, we don't, don't know. know. Or we might do your <laughs> law for you and or your taxes. Yeah. Look, this all sounds here. good. Could we? Could you? If I went to small claims court, could you guys come along? Yes, of course. Stuart and Finkelstein at your service. <laughs> all right. Now, how long have you two known each other? Let's go with Leah. Uh, ten years. So I moved here from Maine okay. uh, back in 2009, and I did an album, and a, one of the songs won a Malibu Music Award, mm-hmm. and I, this is the story I was tell. The night before the award ceremony, um, they wanted us to each come in and play the song that won the award, and it was at the Malibu Inn, which was like a little bar. And I walk in, and it was not, it was a shit show. Let's just be honest. It was just <laughs> like a shit show. <laughs> Nothing was said. They didn't have like a list of who was good. There was no sound guy. I was just like, oh boy, okay, it's going to be one of these. And I was like, cool. Well, I'm just going to set my and shit down. You had like a full band, too. Full band. And we were like, okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to set my shit down and have a glass of wine All right, and deal perfect. with this later. And then I see this woman come in and kind of assess and realize, you know what? I'm just going to put my stuff down and have a glass of wine. And I was like, <laughs> 
she and I will be friends. <laughs> I think I looked around and I was like, well, this is a shit show. I should have some wine. And I was like, well, how about that? My name yeah. is Leah. <laughs> Fekelstein. Fekelstein. <laughs> okay, now, Leah, which uh, I'm, I'm looking on iTunes right now. We got three albums here. We yeah. got a Dear Claudia. We got yeah. Feigning Composure. And then we got the self-titled Leah Fekelstein. <laughs> <laughs> which song won the award? It was one on uh, Feigning Composure... Um, Oh my God! Take uh, taking it slow. That's what it was. All right, I'm going to play a little bit of it. Oh gosh, let's hear let's hear a little bit of uh, taking it slow. It was a feeling I have to admit, one or the other. However you see Now look, I've never heard that song before. I give it an eight. Um, <laughs> it's pretty high. That's pretty high. Hey, it's pretty it. high. I no, that was fantastic. It. Your voice is wonderful. I've never Thanks. heard you perform or sing before. So, oh my god, that, that was. Uh, is that true? You've never come and seen us? No, I never That's have. Rude. I've never. Well, I've never. Rude. I've never wanted to. Rude. <laughs> No, you know what? Every time we would see that you were, you would send an email or something. Pilar and I would be like, "We gotta go see Heather," and then it would be like the day after, and we're like, "We missed Heather." And yeah. so, but now I will. Because right. you came the whole way to Woodland Hills to do this, so I will do that. And then that was a fantastic song. Thank you. I hope you do come. Otherwise, we'll make you feel guilty. Because <laughs> she's All right. Jewish. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you really? picked that up from Finkelstein. Yeah, I don't know what? if you got it from Leah Finkelstein. <laughs> so, how long have you been performing and singing? Singing. Uh, gosh, I've been playing the piano since I was like five. So, okay. um, I started, I guess, really kind of singing out in, um, college, but I've always been performing mostly piano, picked up the guitar in, um, my early teens. So, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> and, then, and she also kind of just picks up instruments and plays them and it's just crazy just yeah, willy like nilly she, she'll be like hey whose no, trombone we, is we this need, we need like a slide guitar in this and then she'll just be like and she's like I've never done that before anyway let's move on <laughs> she's got like beer bottles all yeah, over her fingers my first time totally Edward bottle hands totally um, and when I played that song and I'm listening to it, you're not, you don't, you're like, oh no, he's listening to my song. And, and this is, is it, was that weird to you? You know, what's so funny. Uh, I, there, I like, I would have changed that lyric and I would have done that <laughs> differently. And I'm like, what was I singing? It won a prize. You, know, did, you can't change prize. anything. It won. I know it's sitting right on my mantle. So <laughs> what's it look like? It's really, it's not bad. Too. I have it's, one too. It's yeah. like a little, it's a heavy sort of, what does it look like? It's like a disc with like music notes on it. Basically, yeah. Yeah. With the name. I mean, it's not that great, but it's just, it's it's just award. Says, it says prominently Leah Fekelstein. I like it. <laughs> right on. I like it. Any award I like. Just <laughs> Do you know what I say? So when did you two get together and start to play music together? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, cause I was playing at uh, Malibu Wines. Did I ask you to play with me? I think what happened is that Mitch, 
my friend Mitch. Oh yeah, she had a manager at the time, okay. and I uh, had said to her like, "I I need a manager or something." And you and you were kind enough, yeah. And he hooked me up uh, playing out at oh, nice. Malibu Wines. And then so you had the first couple of hours, and I had the second couple of hours, and I was like, "Why don't we do a few songs together in the middle?" And we were yeah. like, "Okay." So like we did like Southern Cross, you know. I, yeah. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. Interesting. And um, that was it. And then you know. We would every it just sort of naturally evolve. We're naturally like we're evolved. two a couple of like you know singer songwriter chicks that like to drink wine. We should be playing yeah, yeah. all the time. And then I had you should an bill idea. yourself as that too. <laughs> you know singer songwriter chicks that like to drink wine. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think mm-hmm. you just made our tagline. There's yeah. a new show. Um, but yeah, and then I had the idea for to do a spoof of a late '60s girl group called the Boubé Sisters, and I was like, we should sing dirty songs. So I called up my friend Heather Stewart. I was like, hey, want to put on a crazy wig and? Wacky dresses. You know what you say to that? Yes. Yes. Is there wine involved? <laughs> Is there wine involved? I'm in. Always. Right? I remember I was going on like a road trip with Alex and I got this random call because we weren't really that close at that right. time. And you were like, I just have this idea. We just put on wigs and we sing dirty songs to like 60s <laughs> music. And I was like, so when do you want me to show up? I love it. Yeah. And then we fell in love. Yeah. And then our re- <laughs> then the relationship went to another level. Now, and there's no, uh, you guys aren't competitive with each other. I can tell. You guys are just like, you. oh, yeah, she's great and she's great. And we're both together. We're greater. Yeah. You know what? I, I think that's one of my favorite things about, especially when we're composing, you know, if, if there is a track we're composing that requires vocals, whoever's, it doesn't yeah. matter who it's, it, whatever serves the song, whichever yeah. voice serves the song. And there's no, that just there's just no ego in it, which is the most I'm just wonderful too old thing. to be jealous. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just too tired and old to have any type. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't care that's anymore. not fun to have to hold jealousy in there. No, there's yeah, it's just that. it's like painful. Oh, I'm like, God. no, I don't. Need well, that. Heather went on vacation a little while ago, and we were working on a track, and I was like, well, I'll just do some work on it by myself. And I was by myself working on it. And I was mm. like, well, this is terrible. It's not fun at all. I'm not laughing. There's no wine. <laughs> I would think. I I would think any decision. I would think if you're working as a team and then someone goes on vacation and you're working by yourself, you'd feel like you're cheating on them by yourself. Like you're like, I I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I just kept sending her stuff. Yeah, and annoyingly calling her. (laughs) She's like, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation, (laughs) but okay. What do you do now? (laughs) And then then I just write back. I have. I have notes. Do you just text like do you go? We need a bridge. (laughs) I'll wait. I'll wait. Pat, I I, all the time. I'm like this. This is the back and forth. I go. I have notes, and she goes, "You and your fucking notes." (laughs) 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 So now, do you guys? uh, I'm going to use the word gig. Do you guys gig out together? We We do. do. And you're you're on stage together, playing together. Yes. Yes. How do your vocals uh, go with each other? Perfectly. How, they do. <laughs> they do. You Actually, got nice, you got nice harmonies together? Well, Pat, at this point, we're like an old married couple. <laughs> like, we'll be singing a song. Like, we've been doing a bunch of songs for, mm-hmm. tra- uh, like, movie trailers. And so we'll do harmonies, and we'll be listening. And I'm like, sometimes I can't tell who's singing what. Oh, that's and I great. sing it. And I, like I sang that. it. Yeah. And that happened like, us last night. Yeah. We had like, to Is that double you or a me? thing. And I, 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 it sounded like it was just you. And then I know I was I like, it doesn't me. And then I was like, no, I'm in there. That's so weird. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like that. That's what happens when I, you? Uh... It's very much like I had. Uh, I had the drummer from Night Ranger on as a guest. That's and awesome. He, um, 
he sent me their new album and he sings lead on songs and then the bass player sings lead on songs, but they didn't send me any album credits. And normally I can tell their voices apart. And on this new album, I couldn't. So oh, I was like, so, so I just told him, I go, okay, look, I might call out a song. I don't know who sings it. I don't, I don't know, know if it's I, you I or if it's Jack, but he just laughed. He goes, now as we get older, our voices are kind of starting to sound alike. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Heather and I had a show that we did every week on caffeine. It was a live streamed show and each week had and tell us what tell us what caffeine is. Tell everyone Sorry, what caffeine so is. Caffeine is a live streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Um and uh you know they, they do a lot of they were gaming. They do a lot of gaming. They started doing gaming and then they went more into sort of like rap rap battles. and hip hop and so they hired us right in the beginning to sort of show how well the service works right. and so, uh, but but then they just kind of went into a different direction and apparently had no room for middle-aged ladies. <laughs> what? Like, All right. With that beautiful harmony, they don't have... They Singing don't... our covers songs of Carly Simon. And you know, Indigo and Girls and apparently Indigo Girls. didn't fit in. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't want us to stay. Okay, so I, had, I interrupted you to find out oh. about caffeine, but continue, continue. So we, so we were helping them sort of, you know, we were the only really sponsored music show mm-hmm. that happened every week. So we had a, a different theme every week which required us to learn a ton of songs all the time. So we amassed all of, like, I don't know, 400 cover songs on top of, you know, me playing in bands and Heather playing in bands. And, um, and it, you know, doing that every week really helped us sort of morph our voices well together and yeah. figure out how to come up with harmonies and parts and things. And, well, also yeah. being in the comedy singing group, the Boubay <laughs> Sisters, like, we worked yeah. together for five years almost every day. Right. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you know, you just you become the same person. You become the same person. <laughs> and then we then we got to score a film in two thousand nineteen. That was the first time. And yeah, and that then film we just was ten e ten e. It's a little independent film. It's and a comedy. Yeah, and then um, we wrote theme songs, and it just sort of started naturally. Like, oh wow, we're actually pretty good composing mm-hmm. together and scoring. And then. Alex, my husband, did a couple shows on caffeine as well, and we wrote the theme songs for those, which were live from the Eighth Dimension, a comedy animated series. Nice. And then we wrote the theme song for a show we still work on, which is now on Twitch, called The Dungeon Run. All right. And we wrote the theme song for that. So if you're scoring a film, like you you can't have music wall to wall. You can't have it every single second. So how do you... How do you pick and choose where music should be or, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, if there's an action sequence, you're going to have some music. I Usually the director has, like... Notes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, this is, this, this, we need music from here to here in this okay. scene. Okay. We need music from here to here in this scene. We need music from here to here. And this is kind of the vibe we're looking for. And then you just sort of go from there. You know, however, there's sometimes you have an idea and you're like, hey, here's two options. I mean, not that we've really done this a lot, but I, we will come up, uh, you know, upon this. If, if, a, if a director says, hey, I want music from here to here. And we think, you know what? I don't know if I like that idea. You can present two options. Be like, here's what you asked. Here's another yeah, option. Good idea. You know, um, there was uh, I was I did the Hans Zimmer masterclass. And I guess with Hans Zimmer. No, I mean, God, I wish it was, you know, the, you know, online. But is he on? He's on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's 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 him. And it's it's amazing. And he was talking about uh, how Chris Nolan was 
talking with him about this massive climactic uh, you know, fight scene in Batman, and he wanted it to be this epic orchestral thing. So he said, you know what? I kind of want it to sort of hit one note and have it have the audience almost lean in. Mm-hmm. Um, so he presented him with both, if I'm recalling this correctly. And um, Chris Nolan ended up going with Hans Zimmer's idea. Nice. You know? Because, so, I mean, if you're a director... Keep it simple. Keep yeah. it simple. Like a director might know what he wants, but also not know what else he could have. Right. Right. So... You know. Exactly. I mean, the point is you're you're there and you're you're adding to elevate the story. Mm-hmm. That you're on the same mission. Your goal is to help tell a story yeah. and to evoke a certain emotion. And if you want the audience to feel a certain way, music just helps aid in that. Yeah, know? we did um, a web series that um, I feel like our music elevated the material. I think so too. Yeah. Was yeah. your would you say? And I'm not being funny here. Uh, that your music was like another character <laughs> yes. you know it's so funny but it i mean i hate to say it but yes yeah it is i'm well, being actually, serious no, but i'm saying I mean, it like that, in a honestly like stupid way we we do the music supervising for the dungeon run it's mm-hmm. a live four-hour show uh dungeons and dragons it's all improv and we do the music so we are always in the background and like the, you know, tensed up, like waiting to see what happens. So like, you're coming up with it live as yeah. the show's going on? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we get the tracks. Like we're not playing, but right. we have, what, 500 songs? Oh yeah. My God. yeah. So, you know, and the DM, the, the guy who heads it up, the dungeon master. Well, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> nerds. 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 Shove you into a locker. I know. <laughs> Uh, he'll send us a sort of a breakdown of what he thinks is going to happen. Then we prep all the music, and uh, but you never really know. But honestly, the the point is to be another character, yeah. is to be the fifth character in the show yeah. or whatever it is. I that agree. is the point. And weird magic happens. Like you know, we'll put on a track, uh, and it'll break just at this perfect emotional moment, and you can't. You can't plan for that. It's live, right? You know? and right. Press play, and it just and people sort of are always like, "Kill the the music, ladies are so good." And they we're like, "We did it. not plan that at all." <laughs> Excuse me, can I get uh, can I get an autograph photo of the music, ladies? Um, yeah, because like for me, sometimes sometimes the music can be so good that you don't even realize that you're mm. that it's there. Yeah, and that I know that sounds weird because you want it to be there yeah. but sometimes you're just like why is this scene so oh i think it's because of the music the music, the music. yeah i mean think so. about any show without music there's just it's just this why do it i know <laughs> why, why, uh, <laughs> why yeah. even have shows true yeah forget it no more said shows the, said the musician no more shows <laughs> all right well you guys nailed it with your uh, list today because i've seen both of your lists i don't know if you shared lists with each other you probably do. Yeah, you have the, you share that harmony, so you probably oh. everything. Um, and then you won't know what I pick, but I just uh, I just pick fun stuff that I like from movies throughout my life. Well, there's, there's I'm so I'm many. not I'm not complaining, but I feel like it should have been categorized. <laughs> well, I mean, there next should have been time, original score, okay, musical, right. well, the next soundtrack. The next time we do it, we would do it like that. I wanted it to be. I thought it would be easier if it was just. Anything. I got like 
so sensible. I was like, I don't know what he means. <laughs> Such a what jerk. Kind of, what kind I'm of, not doing from, it. Is it musicals? <laughs> is it? I don't understand. You nailed it. You got everything. Everything you picked. I think. And then, of it's course, good. I came. Now I'm thinking of so many. There's so many. I know. Yeah. There's so, so many. many. You know. Where do you? Yeah. Where do you There's so many. Yeah. Like when well, people. Well, we're gonna do a few, aren't we? Like yeah. right. And when like when people say. What are your five favorite films? I'm like, I, I, no, you have to. What are my five favorite dramas? My five favorite horror films? Exactly. My five favorite comedies? You can't just. You can't just. You know, and it changes. It's like Nambi Pambi, yeah. Pambi yeah. random. I mean, the yeah. Stripes yeah. isn't on par with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Right. You know, even yeah. if I like them equally, it's just not. I can't put them in the same list. <laughs> All right, so we are going to let Leah go first. I guess she, she is our guest. You've been here before. Your old hat people don't care. I'm a new. They don't care. You're new. <laughs> And I have all your songs here, and I have uh, I picked like a little cue point. Oh, nice! And, but you can call out any song. There's only one I don't have off to play from YouTube, but we'll we'll figure that out. I don't edit this show. Why would I edit it? It would <laughs> I mean, mean that know. I would mean that it would then sound really great. <laughs> this is, it is what it is. <laughs> we want to keep this organic, man. I like yeah. it. To, I like it to be like if you were sitting right there and and bored to tears. I want you to be bored at home, just like here. You're okay, d- you're doing a great job. All right, so. Leah, what is your first song? Well, the you know what it was one of the first ones that popped in my head was um, the main theme to Tootsie. Mm. I I mean I I having HBO growing up and you know you, you there, I, I never knew what was coming on. I could have looked at what was called the TV guide. No, at that time. Um, but you know you, the movie would start and you're like I wonder I hope I like it I hope I like it and yet here do 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 and I'm like oh it's Tootsie it's Tootsie and uh, so I looked up I was like oh, of course it was Dave Grusin who um, scored Goonies ah. which is one of the best scores also ever and he wrote the theme song to Good Times which is actually my ringtone what anytime you need a payment. I mean, temporary layoff. Good time. <laughs> I don't have the harmony. You guys, I'm are, not doing it. I, I just got Scratch ousted from our group. <laughs> that is a great song. It's a great song. Oh my so god! Good. And it, I mean, and that's so that from one composer. I, who knew that was Dave Grusin? I had no idea. Yep. Heather, ain't we lucky we got him? You know what I'm good saying? Good times. You know, good times. Hanging in a chow line, in case anyone wondered. Ooh, is that's that one of the lines? It is. Hanging in a chow line. What? What's Hanging it? in a chow line. That's what that is. You're waiting for food. You're waiting for food. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, it worked I'm in the 70s. So. Everyone's Googling right now. It did work in the 70s. That sounds like a white guy. <laughs> well, Dave Grusin. <laughs> he might be white. He might be. <laughs> he might be white. Well, let's hear a little bit of this Tootsie, and then we'll decide if he's white or not. Here it is. I queued it up. Tootsie roll. I love it. That's perfect. I love it. 
It's, it's great. so eighties. It's so eighties. And then Stephen Bishop with the "Something's Telling Me It Might Be You." Such a great song. Wait a minute, Lee. Are you are you talking you. about this song here that I put on my list? Oh, time. Oh. <laughs> I've been passing time watching trains go by. Friend of the show. He's been on the show. Lying on the sand, watching seabirds fly, wishing there would be someone waiting home for me. Something's telling me it might be you. It's telling me. Tell you another Stephen Bishop thing. He sang. At Pilar's sister's wedding, he sang this song. Oh my god! No, he did yes. not. Oh my god! Um, well, f- well, her sister got married at the Kodak Theater. Oh, oh, god. just that little yeah, thing. You know, just that thing. Um, Who's Pilar's you know, sister? I know. Uh, she, she's. Uh, Have you ever heard of Deborah Winger? <laughs> just her sister. It's her sister. sister. You know, but um, yeah, I, we didn't know that Stephen Bishop was going to sing, and then. Her husband said, oh, and I have a surprise tonight, uh, singing uh, his song from Tootsie. And I just, I like set up and I turned to people and I go, is fucking Stephen Bishop coming out here? Is he introducing Stephen Bishop? Because if he's introducing Stephen Bishop, and I didn't tell me this in advance so that I could bring my album and have Stephen Bishop sign it here at this wedding, I'm going to be really crazed. And please welcome Stephen Bishop. Are you kidding me with this Stephen Bishop? Wow. It was crazy. That's That's awesome. I will have to. I'm like slightly jealous for that wedding. I know me too. And I had a really good wedding. Yeah. I am. I have a little. I discovered something over the pandemic. Actually, my husband discovered something about me during the pandemic. When I drink too much, I put on Stephen Bishop and Christopher Cross. (laughs) All right. Yacht Rock it up. I I totally do. And he's like, oh, God, she's had tequila, hasn't she? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something's telling me it might be you. And he's like, I'm going to go. Are your husband's sounding boards when you write new music yes. yes all right look at that look at you even harmonize the answer <laughs> but not that i always take his advice right. but well, i he, do he, pass yeah. it by him yeah you shouldn't like, always because take as advice. musicians too like you write something you're like is this just the dumbest thing i've yeah. ever written is this terrible <laughs> and mostly he says no everyone's <laughs> so what you so you present it immediately you're cre- you the thing you created you pre you present oh, yeah. it as a negative i'm a total negative nelly let's just get that out there <laughs> like the least positive person on the planet i'm like a wowsy wowsy woo woo which makes me laugh all the time <laughs> we were on set when the dungeon run was uh, on actual on a set okay before it went you know just twitch um, or before the pandemic, really, uh, <laughs> we went around. And there was someone who had built something for the set that was really, really cool. It was this, I don't even remember what it was. It was just a really like funky a monster right. made out of this, foam and all this stuff. It was really cool. I was like, oh my god, that's amazing! And she just goes under her breath. Well, that's never going to biodegrade. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, Heather. Very nice. What was the other thing I said about the? And yet you drink out of a plastic bottle that I give to you. You had no problem. You didn't say, could I have water in a glass? You didn't offer it. You could have asked. You know we have glasses here at this house. Wait, what was the one about the, the rhino? Oh, I know. And then I was, we were actually, we we're at a wine bar and I know you're shocked to know that. I know. This. Wine um, has come up 17 times. <laughs> And I, More than music. Some, yeah, right. 
And someone had like Instagrammed a picture of like a cat and a rhinoceros. And I was like, oh, this is adorable. And I showed it to Heather. And she's like, one of those is going extinct. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you? What are you doing? Are you, is oh, your God, middle name so Buzzkill? I'm a terrible person. <laughs> oh, God, it was funny. I am such a, dar- I'm such like a dark oh, person. You wouldn't know it to know me, but once you get to very funny. Me, <laughs> And it was this very quiet little wine barn. We're like, these women are la- laughing. Really. We just <laughs> lost it. At least it. I can laugh so about it. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's the true. extinction of the rhinoceros. <laughs> you, can, you can step back from Heather, turn you know, around, look at Heather, and, and I chuckle. I often do. Oh, All right. God, yeah. funny. All, All right. right, Heather, what's your first tune? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to go with the natural uh, Randy Newman so if good. that's okay, unless you need me to go, how I my no list no no is. you don't. Okay. But, but the song's actually called Wrigley Field. It's called Wrigley Field, and it's uh, a scene where Robert Redford uh, hits this home run, and it breaks the lights, and it's just it's magical. It's like every time I hear it, I get I get it like I get chills. I it's the music is so beautiful, and it's so. It's like everything American and baseball and like it's gorgeous. So play it. All right. Here we go. Wrigley Field. Are you getting chills yet? She is. Look at her. brother's favorite movie so good i wish you all could have seen pat slow-mo acting it mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> yep i don't it's have just... i don't have real sports skills but miming them i can do i mean randy newman that's so good i um judd apatow does a does a show at largo like once a month and he never says who's on the show okay so but my friend who knows judd will sometimes know who's on the show so he calls me up and he goes, do you want to go see Judd Apatow's show tonight? I go, sure. He goes like, do you want to know who's on? I go, okay. He goes, sure. Randy Newman. I go, let's let's go. Let's get going. Wow. I don't want to out that person who t- told me this. No, so no, no, no. It, of course keep it secret. not. Keep it a secret. Yes. We almost got to see him on a panel, but he had like a surgical procedure and he couldn't make it. We got to oh, go yeah, see him. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I know. It was really cool, though. It was, uh, it was right before the pandemic. So it was for the 2020 Oscars, the uh, mm-hmm. Best Original uh, Song uh, nominee, nominees. So it was uh, it was Diane Warren. It was oh, Bernie wow. Taupin. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heard of these people? Yeah. Songwriters. Bernie Taupin was, he's, yeah. he was great. He was yeah. amazing. He's a very humble dude for a guy who's God. so awesome. For a guy who's written a thousand hits. I mean. I know. And he's just like, and he's like oh, I just write the words. No big deal. What? And everybody's like, what are you even talking God. about? And yeah. he literally was like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. And everybody's like, oh, okay, well, you're like, amazing. Does Elton read the words and then does Elton decide if it's a ballad or if it's a rocker or does Bernie no, say? No, I think Elton writes the music and he sends it to Bernie and Bernie writes the words. I think it's the other way. I, think- I thought it was that way. Right? I thought it was Elton was like, I write hmm. these songs and I need somebody to write lyrics because I'm a terrible lyricist. Hmm. But I could be wrong. 
I don't I'm know now. Now question. I'm confused. Now I don't know. I think well, I know someone yeah. saved my life tonight was, if I'm remembering correctly, it was Bernie who found Elton with his head in the oven because he was, you know, dramatically, uh-huh. yeah. you know, I, I just, I'm going to say something that's really embarrassing. I haven't seen Rocket Man. I keep meaning to see it and I keep forgetting. It's so fun. I don't know it's really if it's fun. It is really fun. Film. I don't know what's wrong with me. I need to see it. Anyway. But yeah, he had his head in the oven. I guess Bernie Taupin found him and saved his life. So I think they might have kind of written that one right. together, maybe. Yeah. It's uh, Please don't use that as inspiration when you two write songs. <laughs> Heather, could you go out on the ledge for about five minutes and then I'll come in and pull you back. And, and save you we'll, dramatically. And then we'll write that song. <laughs> okay, Leah, number two, you're up. Uh, well, I put down Nobody Does It Better mm-hmm. from The Spy Who Loved Me. Yes. Um, One of the best James Bond theme songs ever. ever. And, I mean, it's Marvin oh. Hamlish. Yeah, yeah. And um, did he write everything or did he co-write it with someone? I don't know. I don't know either. Let me I see think if it I have was just information. him. I don't think he co-wrote it. No. Marvin Hamlish and Carol Bayer Sager. Oh. That makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I got to meet her, by the way. See, that's so great. I I know. I tell people, I go, I don't know anyone, but people that know people will take me to meet people. Yeah. And that's the best thing about living out here. It's the best. Oh my God. Wait, can I just tell a quick story? Speaking of. Sure. So. I live off of Melrose, which is going through like a really crime-ridden time right now. Oh, no. So our neighbors actually moved, and we were like, oh, God, like who's going to move in next door to us with the neighborhood? It's all crazy right now. And this guy moves in, and his girlfriend, and I, I met him the other night, and I was like, hey, it's nice to meet you, you know, mm-hmm. and we, and he's super nice, and I, he's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm a musician and a composer, and he's like, oh, my wife is, you know, like music royalty, <laughs> her aunt. Her aunt is Carly Simon. And I, what li- the f- I like my mind exploded. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's what? insane. Yes. That's so great. And she lives next door to me now. Oh. Or is going to. She's moving in later. But I met her once and now I'm going to be like, <gasps> I got three, I got three dream, four dream guests right now. Yeah. It, it is Carly Simon. Oh. And it would be Carol King. Yeah. Uh. Jackson Brown. Yeah. And Chrissy Hind. Yeah. Those are my dream guests right now. I get that. My and husband's then, done oh, those sound were, for Jackson Brown. A, he, my husband's a uh, live sound guy. Oh, so excellent! He works cool. With Jackson Brown a lot. Amazing. Well, I know it's I it's you. you know that those were below after getting us though, correct? Right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I just want to make sure you also, check the Stuart Finkelstein box. <laughs> also, uh, if I get a time machine, uh, my hall pass is for uh, 1975 Carly Simon. My wife yeah. said I could go back in time. Oh, you could. And, yeah, uh, she's pretty hot. I would be 11, but I would try to make that happen. You know where she looks, it's like she looks just so beautiful. Is uh, she did that concert on the vineyard? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, she must have been late 30s, early 40s. She looks fabulous. I think she's, uh, I think she's 40 then. Yeah, yeah. she's so beautiful in her yeah. voice. It's just, um, I love it. Oh, I love so Simon. good. Yeah, me too. When, when we're talking about Carly Simon, I have to say, nobody does it better. Let's do it. <laughs> A little pitchy. <laughs> Makes me feel sad for the rest. Nobody does it half as good as you, baby. 
They uh, they don't always work the title of the movie into the song, but in this yeah. one they did. Yeah. Good job, guys. Oh my God! Way to go, Marvin so and Carol. Good. Good choice. God, that's, that's a good a beautiful one. Song. Good one. Um, since I jumped in after after Leah last time, I'm just I'll just jump in yeah. now, and that way it'll be we'll be going Perfect. counterclockwise. All right, this to me has to be one of the most iconic pieces of music of all time. And I'll see what you guys think. It's different listening in headphones to this. So that was on my list, but then I took it off. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to mix it up with like I got the, so it's the categories thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws and also Halloween. Halloween's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw the John Williams concert not long ago. Yeah, we they did. didn't do Jaws, but um, how do you not do Jaws? I don't know. I know it was, mad. It was weird. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. Maybe he's like, I'm over it. Uh, but he has so many iconic pieces. I mean, I, 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 every single one. I mean. You know, uh, yeah, every single one is iconic. You're every right, single it's one. true. Name a movie that's like random that oh, he did that you're like, oh, uh, no. Porky's to the next yeah. day. <laughs> exactly. What was the What was the one <laughs> that he did? <laughs> was Porky's. it the next day? Porky's two is the next day. Is that that's the actual amazing. title? Yes, colon. Oh, wow. The next day. Hey, I, well, followed I love by that Porky's, you know that. Porky's Revenge. I remember Porky's Revenge. Oh, my God. Oh, all God. three horrible movies. Oh, God. Which awful. I will watch tonight because no one's in the house but me. <laughs> Pizza, beer, porkies. <laughs> Boxer yes. shorts, porkies. Totally. I just saw the worst film that has ever, ever been created. Oh, oh, no. Soup to nuts, hands down. Oh, no. Absolutely terrible. And remind I'm it, afraid it's going to be one I, I liked. Know. No, Here no, we no. Go. I promise you. And okay. it, rem- it made me think of it listening to Jaws because so the nervous. name of this film, and I'm sorry if anyone actually watches this, or I'm not because you're going to laugh. It's called Shark Exorcist. Oh my god! And it's it's the no. worst. It's the worst. I don't. And in every possible way to make a film terrible, this <laughs> is it. And 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 I'm okay saying this out loud because the reviews are hilarious. Shark Exorcist. Shark Exorcist. Un, you can get it on Amazon Prime. I paid for it. Wow. I was like, I got to know. Did you rent it or buy it? I rented it. I should have bought it. I should have bought, bought it because I could have I could have sent it to you. Yeah, it it, it, it was um it was hilariously oh terrible. My God. It was really What's the print? Tell us. I mean, is it about a shark exorcist? I'm not entirely sure. The plot was not clear, but yeah. at one point there was a nun who killed someone and then possessed a shark mm-hmm. that kept, you know, um, attacking uh, like sorority girls, it was it was unbelievable, and there was a lot of writhing on the ground for no reason. Uh, did you, it was very strange. Did you choose this just because you wanted to like watch something that you knew would be bad, but you could laugh about? Actually, 
it's because Stephen King tweeted about it and said, just to be clear, I'm living in a... He said something like, there is an actual film called Shark Exorcist and my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law were visiting from Boston and we're like, well, we have to watch it now. Oh my God. And we laughed for an hour and 20 minutes solid. Wow. <laughs> well, at least it was only an hour and 20 minutes. That's, it's, that's the best thing I can say about it. Yeah. It's not a very short, long film. Short films. The ending credits films. were about 10, lo- 10 minutes long. Wow. It's wow. A, it's amazing. I uh I have been watching this uh 1958 Superman television series. Oh nice. And the stuff that I'm seeing in this is hysterical. Like the other night they show him, you know, he's like flying oh, and yeah. then along the seam <laughs> of his shirt it was like stitched up with like black thread that didn't even match <laughs> the cuffs. So it was like it looked like it looked like it's the best. stitches from like, you know, the Civil War. You're like, like is that hair? Yeah, then I, I pause it and then I take a picture of it with my phone because I need to. OK, so then the other thing is okay. there's this guy and he's a. Uh, He's passed out and this water's rising and he's behind bars. So Superman has to save him. So, you know, George Reeves goes up and he he opens up the rubber bars with ease, you know, no problem. (laughs) But then he has to pick the guy up and carry him out. And you can't fake that. So he's a little bit struggling with picking the guy up. He's like, oh, okay, well, okay. And he's just like, and he's not, he's like walking out like, oh my God, oh my God. I just have to get out of camera and then I can <laughs> put him like, down. My back, my, my back, back. I know. my back. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, because, you know, again, the bars, the rubber, oh, yeah, licorice, whatever yeah, they are. And then yeah. I was like, oh, he has to pick that dude up. Oh, he oh, can barely pick that dude up. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's no, kind of funny. No one thought to maybe just use a little string, a little rope. They're not doing it. In 1958, they didn't Is have to do anything. Is that the Superman yeah. that killed himself? That's the Superman that killed himself. Oh, yeah. God. I know. See, yeah. I told you. That's I know. Like, Heather, why do I know those things? Heather Stewart, I know. for the win. I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. George Reeves, he's yeah. the one who killed himself. That's didn't Ben Affleck play him in a movie, or didn't they do a movie about it? Yeah, they did do some... It was some Hollywood, was it called Hollywood, Hollywood Land, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays George Reeves in it. I never yeah. saw it either, but yeah. there's stills of him in the Superman costume. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right. Happy moving, things. Moving, moving on. on. Happy stuff. Moving happy on. stuff. Heather. Happy stuff. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called Witness. Yes. And there's a scene in it with Harrison Ford and... Um, Kelly, why am I forgetting her last name? Uh, McGillis. McGillis, thank you. Had a, a blank moment. Anyway, it's she's Amish. He's not. He's hiding out um, at their place, and her husband has died, but they have this crazy sexual tension. And this scene, they play not the Sam Cooke version, which is the better version, but this version works for the movie because they're just electric, and it's so beautiful, and it's such a sexy scene, and it's so innocent, and sexy. And whose whose version is this? Because I it's couldn't. It's Graham figure... something or I, I I Graham Parsons. No, it wasn't Graham Parsons. It is was it... somebody I didn't. I, I wasn't sure who it was. All right, here it is. I had to do a a, a deep dive, but I I didn't write it down. Sorry. Okay, so we're going to be playing this off of YouTube. So we're going to get a little bit of the scene too. Oh yes. Oh, Eli, Victor Carpenter. Hold this up closer, will you? 
He said you could come to Silk's barn racing. Well, if I'm still here. Weenie roses. I don't know anything about weenie roses. That's a West Coast thing. Right. Let's have some letters on weenie roses. Why not? Presenting golden oldies. We've got some great ones and some old Ooh. ones coming right up. Here's one takes me back. I'm afraid to say it dates me. Maybe it dates you. Such a great oh. song. This is great. This, this is the best. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about the French actor. But I do know that I love you. And I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world. So what I find interesting about this mm. is Harrison Ford's singing the song. Yeah. So in the script, that was the song that they had that they wanted to use in the script. Maybe they couldn't get the rights to the Sam Cooke version. I bet they couldn't get the rights yeah. to the Sam. I bet that's exactly what happened. And but, there's another song in the script um, where they where she knows he's leaving, and they like run to like make out with each other. And mm-hmm. it's also really beautiful. I just check out the whole soundtrack. It's pretty awesome. Why didn't she just leave and go with him? I don't know. Come on, you want to stay <laughs> you there? Know what I mean? Or why didn't he just stay? But he's like, I can't stay. I can't stay. I'm too gritty. I'm a cop from yeah. the city. He's going to beat up uh, Amish people all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> you know how crazy they get. No, he didn't beat up Amish people. He beat up the town people that were making fun of he the Amish. He sure did. And they it's said, like, that's not our way. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. That's like my favorite type of a scene, though. Oh, when someone who's a dick oh, gets beat up. It's the best. It is when bullies get beat up mm-hmm. it's the best scene in any movie yeah yep. my uh one of my favorite scenes is in um jack reacher with tom cruise who's five six but i guess in the books jack reacher's like six, six three or something but i'm like right, yeah. yeah but if if a six three guy beats up some guys okay he should be able to yeah but if five six tom cruise beats up some guys you're like that guy's mm-hmm. tough but uh, all these it's like five guys and tom cruise just says remember you wanted this <laughs> <laughs> and then he beats them all up. It's so like he gives them a chance. He's like, Are you sure you guys want to do this? And they're like, They look at him like, Yeah, yeah I mean, of course we do. Yeah. And he just goes, Remember, you, you wanted, wanted to this. do this. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's such a good line. So good. Such a badass line. It's a badass line. Yep. Uh, I'm use I have that. to say, my favorite bully being knocked out is Biff. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah, McFly, yeah. it was just the best. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. Go to hell, Biff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Leah, you're up. I'm going to go with, it's just so iconic, and it's like my favorite, um, oh, God, I have two iconics on there. I'm going to do this iconic instead. Um, Say Anything was one of my, it is, and forever will be one of my favorite movies. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, Peter Gabriel, in your eyes. Trito. That means ditto, but three times oh because there's three of us here <laughs> heather stewart everybody four four toe no all right in your eyes <sighs> i get so
so good. It's so good. It's John just, Cusack holding that boom box, boom box over his head, and like all teenage hearts exploded. Um, all Sixteen-year-old Heather just. <gasps> God, it was everything. Was just crying about Jeff Gammon. (laughs) (laughs) And would kids nowadays, let's say a teenager, would they know what a boombox is? Would be like, what is he holding? What's that? What is Is that? that? A car battery? (laughs) They wouldn't even know what a car battery is. Kids these days, they don't know anything. They don't even know what that is. Yeah, exactly. There's a video of two kids uh, that that were you know in front of a rotary phone, and they were given instructions to dial a number, and they couldn't do it. Oh my God. It's so scary. Oh, it's a, it really is. Oh, yeah. God. Rotary phone. Rotary. And then just wait to it. Oh, uh, my God. And when someone had a, a nine, nine. Oh. you'd be like, no. no. Why do you have so many nines in your nine. number? First of all, when they had rotary phones, why is your emergency number 911? I know. That's a lot of, a lot of why isn't it 111? Thank you. You know what? That's a good point. Come on. So dumb. <laughs> now, some of Leah's songs made me think of songs. Mm. And so- the Peter Gabriel song uh, reminded me that on So, he sings a song with Kate Bush. That's Oh, no. my God. Are you going to do This Woman's Work? Yes. <gasps> from uh, oh from she's, she's Having, having a, a Baby. baby. Oh it's one my of my... God. Okay, so my friend Chris and I, it's one of... Um, she's my best friend from college. And we've watched that movie maybe 150 I, times. Balling. Balling oh at my that God. scene. Okay, so balling. this came out in 88, so I was <sighs> 24. I would always go see John Hughes movies. Yeah. And I'm a 24-year-old man, yeah. boy, and I'm crying. Oh, it was so sad. It's oh, so, so good. I, you know, and yet a, nothing bad happened. She doesn't lose the you baby. Know what? I'm no. crossing out one of mine and putting that in. I know. Okay, this woman's work. Oh, Look at me scoring points with the ladies. Oh. <laughs> Ugh. This woman's work, this woman's work was hard on the man. Now his part is over. Now starts the crowd of the fallen. I know you have a little life in you yet. I know you have a lot of strength. I know you have a little life in you yet I know you have a lot of strength left I should be crying but I just can't let it show I should be hoping but I can't stop thinking All the things I should have said that I never said All the things we should have done that we never did All the things I should have done I can't play anymore, I'll start to cry Now uh, the way we're sitting around the table today is Heather is directly across from me. So when Heather like gets on the table, her hands on the table and she looks at me and she goes, are you playing this woman's work? Is that the song that's coming up next? If that's the song that's coming up next, you better be not be lying to me. I'm going to flip this table over. Now, what makes us feel that way when we hear the song? Is it the music? Is it the lyrics? Is it the voice? Is it us recalling the scene in the movie, or is it everything? Yes. It's everything. Yes. I think it's we did a cover of this. I know. I made my friend Susie you cry. Did. You know, she was there now. <laughs> is that your goal? It, it was my goal, yeah. Susie came Suzanne over. Suzanne Kylie? Yeah, Suzanne Kylie. Oh, my God. You yeah, made I, made her her, I made her cry because we sang This Woman's Work. Maybe the next time I play I tennis like... with her, I bust this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you singing This Woman's Work? Ace. <laughs> Heather, I feel like I had a hand in making her cry too. You did. <laughs> we did it together. 
That's what we do. We make people cry. Uh. Stuart and Finkelstein, we make people cry. <laughs> Please, T-shirts. Stuart, right? and, Please. Stuart and Finkelstein, remember, you wanted this. <laughs> <laughs> Works um, many levels. So many. All right. I shouldn't be allowed to have this much fun on a Sunday night with no one in the house but me and a kitty. But the ladies come over and we bring the fun. Okay. What's your next tune? Oh me! Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, a, a little known band called Queen. Are you <laughs> Are you gonna play Flash's theme, <laughs> Heather? If you're gonna play Flash's theme, you have to tell me right now if you're gonna I play am. Flash's theme. Pat's hands are on the this table. This is one of those movies that, um, like, you know, when you in the summer, I was like a latchkey kid. Well, my brother was babysitting me. Sure but he was. Sure he was. But I would just watch, I'd either be swimming at my friend's house or I'd watch cable all day. And mm. Flash Gordon was on like every 10 minutes. Were you a good student? Did you get good grades? I did. You did? I you were did. able to be, you were able to do all this stuff and still get good grades. Well, I was, I was the baby of a divorced family. So I wanted, I was the peacemaker. So I all was right. like, look at me, I'm getting good grades and I'm perfect. All right. Okay. There's no reason to be mad. <laughs> I know that trick. Yeah, totally. Everything's <laughs> fine, guys. Um, so yeah, it's the theme. It's and it's so good. And I've seen the movie so many times. And Sam Jones is so hot. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, stupid. Do you know his? He's dubbed throughout the movie. That's not his voice. I did not know that. Because the that dubbing true? is Yes, it's true. Did he have like a really terribly like, you know, like a voice like well, that? Well, he was also he, on like the chauffeur. They, they got and, like, pissed off at him on that film. Oh. And so that was like a thing they did. That's amazing. You know who's is great in that? Uh, Timothy Dalton. Uh, Timothy Dalton's great. Yeah. And so is uh, Ming the Merciless. Um, Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow. How do you get him? I don't know. They got Max von Sydow for, for Max Flash von, Gordon. But Max von Sydow is also in Strange Brew, the Bob and Doug McKenzie movie. <laughs> it's so it's like what? Apparently, Von Sydow likes the money. Apparently, he do, and not so much the art. You know what? But I would argue, Flash Gordon's a great uh, movie. The costumes are great. Oh, it's everything. It's so campy. It's perfect. Now, I used to hate it. I just finally started to like it over the pandemic when I watched. I actually bought it. I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna buy this movie that I don't ever remember liking. And I'm going to make myself like it. And I did enjoy it. It's great. It, it's fun. It's super fun. It's very fun. By the way, I saw a Timothy Dalton at Costco. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's he buying? I don't know. It was like Alex and I were at Costco. This is like, I don't know, four years ago or something. And I was like, that's Timothy Dalton at Costco. <laughs> it's always that. weird. It's so fun to see people. It's it so really in is. LA. It's just because it always happens in like, you're like, oh, wow. They really are just like us. Oh, yeah. First, He's at Costco. The first celebrity I saw when I moved out here was at a Target sunglasses on inside which yeah. come on douchebag um and he had sandals on jeans shirt was open like to here and him and his wife were buying pillows at target and i was just like i i know who this is who is this guy i couldn't think of it i couldn't think of it until i got to the parking lot and i was like that was Lindsay buckingham was buying oh, that's awesome. target pillows it's not it's like it's so crazy. weird yes it's like because you would think don't they send an assistant out for like expensive that. pillows no no. I will tell you my fav- one of my favorites. I saw Mr. T at Gelson's. Oh my God. <laughs> and he was so nice. Someone went up to him like, can I take a picture? And he was like, sure. And he was like, lovely. And he was short. Well, he's not a big dude. He's a no. little yeah. bit. Very he's big hearted. He's, <laughs> he's got a big heart. Big hat. All right. Mm-hmm. Flash. This guy, Now go. the guy that sings this is not that great. He's not. He doesn't have a good voice no. at all. Poor thing. Ah! 
flash Gordon, you stupid idiot. It's lyrically strong. <laughs> I mean, they nailed it. They did. It's so good. They should work on their vocal harmonies. They really, no. He should work on his voice. Very poor. Very, yeah, very poor. Yeah. God, that just brings you right back to a moment in time, doesn't it? It's just, it's, it's crazy. so good. It's yeah. so good. All right, Leah. I'm going to throw, I went for Iconic now. I'm throwing, this is super obscure. It really is. But right. um, I just love this movie. And it, not a lot of people watched it. But there was a movie that came out, God, uh, late 80s, around 1990, called Running on Empty. And it was River Phoenix, Martha Plimpton, Judd Hirsch, and Christine Lottie. And yes. it was awesome. By and way, I, I love Christine Lottie. And I also me love Judd too. Hirsch. Me too. I mm. saw him on Broadway doing I'm Not Rappaport. And it was awesome. <sighs> with uh, Cleavon Little. Mm. And it was fantastic. Anyway, so I got really into this movie. May have had a little crush on River Phoenix that might have been a part of it. But, um, you know, I grew up playing the piano. And the theme, this piano piece that was played throughout the film, I just loved and I taught it to myself because I just wanted it. It's a, a, such a perfect mixture of classical and jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, River Phoenix's character plays an aspiring classical pianist. So it's sort of touch. It's just a beautifully composed piece. And I looked up the guy who wrote it, Tony Matola, and he doesn't really have a lot of uh, compositions under his belt. He was more of a performer. Um, but I just loved this piece. Okay, hold on. I got to find it. Hold on. Everyone at home, just calm down. Leah. Take a break. Yes. Can I have your water? <laughs> yes. I know, I'm drinking coffee and it's yeah. like, I just wanted a little more water. I thought, you were, I thought you were ramping up another song, but I have it. Here it is. Here it comes. Sad clown. <laughs> Called Running on Empty, empty Main Theme by Tony Matola. I wanted that seems like like in a French black and white film where someone's a sad clown. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now you have to watch the film. You know, okay. Have you seen the movie? No, I've never seen it. You guys, seen everybody, it you guys, it's a good, good movie. It's a sounds, Sydney Lumet film. It sounds sad. It's not. It's it's um uh, it's moving. Okay, all right. It all is right. about uh, Judd Hirsch and Christine Lottie were uh, anti-war protesters, mm-hmm. and in a demonstration, uh, they accidentally um, 
uh, uh, I think I don't think killed. I think you know uh, hurt a security guard who okay. wasn't supposed to be there, and so they've been on the run ever since. Okay. Okay. Got it. It's good. Nice. Interesting chord progression. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always loved it. Yeah, it also has because it has like this major with a little like yeah, it's, it's a it's, sad it's, little. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, look, these, look, they're saying stuff like major and chord <laughs> progressions. All the stuff I don't know. I love those theorizing. Um, by the way, you guys did great with your list because they, they had all these links and everything in case I couldn't find the song or I didn't have the song. And so thank you for being super prepared. I really oh, appreciate yeah. that. Because some people come here and they're like, I don't know, just find it. And you're like, like what, okay. what do you mean just find it? Just, go, just get find out. It. All right, let me see. Now we'll just, let, let's have some fun. Now we're just going to have let's some fun. It. My favorite band of all time is Cheap Trick, and this is a song mm. that was in the movie Roadie with Meatloaf. That's awesome. It's only on that soundtrack, and it was produced by George Martin. What? Yeah. So this is called Everything Works If You Let It. That is my first time hearing that song. Cool. Ditto. <laughs> uh, I was in high school, I think, when that I song just, came out. I just out. saw you dancing around in your high school no, bedroom. No, here's how it was. <laughs> I had I had the 45. Oh, yeah. And I had the turntable where it would play, and then the arm would come up and come over, and then it would, keep, it would just keep playing. So when I was mowing our lawn, I would put my big speakers in the out, thing. out the window. Oh, yeah. And just... How loud do you have to crank it to hear it over, over the lawnmower? That's, that's and that awesome. would just be, you know, and that's what I would do over that's and over. The neighbors amazing. were like, oh my God, this fucking song. I've heard it 55 <laughs> times. Mow your goddamn lawn quicker. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, Heather. Uh, yes, Stewart. it is me. Uh, I'm going to go to just, uh, just, just straight up classic. You can't. It's Bill Conti. It's Rocky, the theme from Rocky. It's just so good. Like, how do you? I mean, I mean mic drop. It's just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's it. Did this win an, an Academy Award? Did this? I win? believe it. I believe did. it did. I believe it did. I just went and saw uh, the edited, the re-edited Rocky Four. Rocky versus Drago. That. Was it good? Oh, yes. I'll, really? I will break you. It's it's. It's way like is it good? I want it's see. way better. Oh, oh my god! Like, here, here's what I can tell you: when Talia Shire saw the original that we've all seen all these years, yeah. she must have thought, "What the fuck?" Because she's in this a ton. Like he cut out all the dramatic weight of Adrian in the original, and now she's in it so much. Interesting. They, got rid- they cut out that robot. That robot's not in anymore. Oh, good. That robot they give to One Polly. of my favorite ones, she screams, you can't win, and he gets angry and has to drive. 
<laughs> with the montage. Oh, yeah, and then God. they play that Robert Tepper song for five minutes. For like five minutes, yeah. and it's he's just uh, speeding in his car. You can rent it on Amazon Prime. It's good. Oh, it's, I'm in. It's way I better. I thought of another movie I, uh, that I should have put on my list. No, I watched them back to back. Okay. So because I was like, well, I got to watch this one yeah. so that I know what. But How different what, it is. he took out 40 minutes from the original and put in 43 different minutes. Oh. So it's wow. really. So it's a different film. It is. It's really different. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so watching that tonight. Better. It, I think it's better. Uh, right. Okay, let's hear this and then Leah, hold your thought. Yeah. Okay. Hold your thought. Bill Conti. So good. So good. Like for a split second, you want to run up the steps. Oh my god! But then, Every time. But then you come to your senses and you go. Eh. But you know what's so great about it too? It's like it's orchestral, but it's got like a shaft undertone, yeah. oh, like, it a does funky, have like a funky shaft, like a funky shaft. And then they got the congas and the congas, and you're like, what? And Bill Conti, he's Italian. Yeah, like, he's I, a white guy. He's a white dude. So good. It's really good. Deserves all the awards. It, it yep. does. Yep. Good job. Uh, so, Leah, I interrupted you. Did you remember oh, what you were saying? Oh gosh, no, I, 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 I can't remember. Who was the who, who was the woman who was married to Ivan Drago in the movie? Uh, Bridget Nielsen. Bridget. That's another celebrity I saw jogging. Oh, oh there you go. There you go. When recently? Like a couple years ago, a few years ago, pre-pandemic. She's, She's just, just a very tall person. Yeah, you know, just keeping in shape. My favorite <laughs> celebrity sighting, and please. People who listen to the show, you've heard this story before, but I'm going to tell it very quickly. Um, I've seen Jason Mom- Jason Momoa twice. Oh, that's so funny! At the Whole Foods that's right down the street here on Ventura, that's like awesome. walking distance from the house. And so one day, Pilar and I were shopping together at Whole Foods. We we never go to Whole Foods. We only go if like oh, we need some. Oh, let's just go to Whole Foods. It's closer. And Lisa Bonet is in there. Oh, fun! And um, and I say to Pilar, I go, "That's Lisa Bonet." And Pilar's like, "She doesn't look very good, does she?" And I go, "Oh no." She looks very good. She looks very, oh, no. very she good. Does. She looks amazing. So then I joke to Pilar because I have like a man crush on Jason Momoa. I go, who I doesn't? Go, I go. This means that I'm going to see Jason Momoa in here sometime. Yeah. And she's like, oh, shut up. So December rolls around. She needs something for the meal. I go. I'll run down to Whole Foods <laughs> and I actually say, maybe I'll see Jason Momoa. So I get down there and I'm back by the meat counter and I'm looking for. I'm getting shrimp or I'm getting whatever I'm getting. And then the guy behind the counter takes like a big thing of meat and like slaps it up on the counter and goes, "There's, uh, there you go, sir. And I hear this guy go, thanks, bro. And I was like, <laughs> and I just like, I was like, that's Jason Momoa. And I turned around and there he was. That's and awesome. he had a t-shirt on, like, you know, when you, when I, I don't, but when you cut the t-shirt all oh, down yeah, here, totally. so it's like, he might as well be. Yeah. Like every, like every kid in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm just, he's with his two daughters that he has with Lisa Bonet. They're probably, I don't know, eight and 10. And they're gorgeous because the jeans course, are yeah. running rampant. So I'm just watching him for a second because I'm in awe. This woman turns the corner and freezes. And she goes, it's you. <laughs> and he says, he says the best thing ever, bring it in. 
and gives her a hug. Oh, I was like, that's awesome. what is happening? This is the best story ever. So uh, that I'm almost tearing me up. Like him I know. I'm almost tearing lot. up by that. He seems like a really cool guy. It makes me like him more okay. now. Yeah. Well, I already liked him, yeah. but almost a year to the day, it's December again, and Pilar needs something, and she goes, "I'm going to go down to uh, Whole Foods and get this thing," and I said, "Well, I'll go with you." And I say, maybe we'll see Jason Momoa. And she's like, shut up with this Jason Momoa stuff. So we get down to the store, you know, shopping, shopping, shopping. And all of a sudden I look and I tap Pilar. I go, look down there. And she looks, it's Jason Momoa. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a man bun this time. Oh, yeah. He's got a pink shirt on and he's got the kids with him again. He's just doing his shopping. And she's like, she's like, how does this happen to you? I go, I have no idea. This is crazy. That's but, really yeah. funny. It's going to be funny because next time you go to your Whole Foods, I'm going to be there. Right, oh my right God. next to you. Oh, my God. And Pilar, <laughs> like, will get, and Pilar will go, that's Heather Stark. She doesn't look very good, she does she? I'll go, oh, no. Oh, no, she does. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, okay. It's, uh, it's my, yeah, I'm trying to, no, we're going count notes. Leah's turn. Leah's turn. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, um. I know what I'll do. Uh, when I <laughs> What if I she just picked a song that she didn't just, give me? I know, yeah. right? I'll I'm going to call an audible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I was a freshman in high school when uh, my friend, whose name was Heather as well, mm-hmm. said, have you seen Harold and Maude? And I was like, no. And she's like, you have to see. Anyway, Harold and Maude is uh, just such a fantastic film on so many levels. And I love Ruth Gordon so much. And... The entire soundtrack is Cat Stevens. Yes. Um, so the entire soundtrack is perfect. Um, but if you want to sing out, was was the one. Um, this uh, soundtrack was just released uh, for Record Store Day this year in uh, oh. a yellow and an orange vinyl. So people oh, still love it. That's cool. Here so we go. Great. If you want to sing out, comma, sing out. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out And if you want to be free, be free Cause there's a million things to be You know that there are And if you want to live high, live high And if you want to live low, live low Cause there's a million ways to go You know that there are What you want The opportunities are And if you find a new way You can do it today I love the acoustic guitar Because it just sounds like yeah. it, it almost sounds like He's singing into the same mic that the acoustic yeah. guitar is being it played does. into. It just sounds. It almost sounds like he's singing. It's almost like a kid's song in a yeah. way too, because it's like it's got such a positive vibe, and it, it's almost like. Uh, yeah, it's so simple and it's so, so good. perfect. And, yeah. you yeah. know, w- what Ruth Gordon teaches him throughout the movie is just powerful and poignant. And, you know, you should watch it because it'll help with your pessimism. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gotta. <laughs> uh, okay, my next song is from a movie that I thought I would love when it came out. And I, d- I didn't like it and I still don't like it. And I, I always want to like it but then I never like it. Was it Shark Exorcist? It's not Shark Exorcist. (laughs) I love that movie. No, this is Robert Altman's Popeye. (gasps) Songs written by Harry Nielsen. And um, 
but I don't know why I don't like the movie. It I, was panned, and for some reason, yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. it too, but I was also a kid. I was, yeah, was kind of young. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think I mean, I, I love the look of it. I don't. I don't know what. I, it just the story isn't I mean, great. Honestly, maybe. I haven't seen it in thirty years oh, or more. Recently, is it good? <laughs> I still loved it, but oh, okay. I think it just brought me. Back. I don't know. I. I mean, I loved it. Well, this is but Robin Williams. Let's do it as Popeye singing "I Am oh, What I, I Am." Physicist, but I knows what matters. What am I? I'm Papa, the sailor. And I am what I am, what I am, and I am what I am, and that's all that I am, cause I am what I am. Uh, you got it? I think so, yeah. And I've got a lot of muscle, and I only got one eye, and I never hurt nobody's, and I'll never tell a lie. Top to me bottoms, from the bottoms to me top. That's the way it is, till the days that I drop. Now, first of all, I didn't really realize that Popeye only has one eye. I just thought like he had. Oh, I his thought eye he just right. does, yeah. does that. But in this song, he says, "I only have one eye." I know. I was confused maybe it's about just that, that he just maybe I just don't know. constant winking, like a terminal wink, <laughs> yeah. terminal now, wink. The casting of Olive Oil is. <gasps> Perfect. Well, also her song it, it, was one of my favorites. I'm large. Is that oh no, no, he needs me. He, he needs me. Yes, that's oh, a good one. I loved that. And song. she has that one. He's large. He, he's large. large. Oh yeah. my god, I haven't seen yeah. it in so long. That's no, so, so funny. Good. It's like a weird. Well, maybe the pandemic will ramp up and we can all watch movies again. Oh, you know? <laughs> Dude, I'm triple vaxxed. I'm, I'm triple vaxxed too. Oh, Bring me it. Too. Hey, hey, crypto. What are you crypto? <laughs> Trito Vaxo. <laughs> Trito Vaxo. It's the name of our band. Trito Vaxo. All right, Heather Stewart, what do you have? Um, up next, I'm going to go uh, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Ennio uh, Morricone. I just uh, I just started to watch this uh, the other night. I had food poisoning, and so uh, Pilar was afraid I... I hope you don't have COVID. You have to sleep upstairs. So I slept up here and I and I watched this on my <laughs> she computer. Did you sleep upstairs? I go. Good. It's not. I go. If, if it's food poisoning, it's not. I don't have COVID. Mm. <laughs> she's just in a. Full, she's in a full hazmat suit. <laughs> Maybe you just stay up there <laughs> for a day or two. Just a day or two. Actually, I haven't, I haven't been down until I let you guys in the door today. <laughs> All right, here we go. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It's so good. Those sound like Muppets saying wah wah wah. It, it really does. They do. Whistling. Wow, it's really great to hear it in these. It's really hard. Yeah. They panned yeah. it. They panned it, yep. really. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just so iconic. I believe this is one of Susie and Kylie's favorite movies. Really? Well, it's yeah. Great film. Yep. And as soon as you mentioned Muppets, all I could think of I'm just picturing <laughs> Muppets. Like Muppets. <laughs> I wanted to hear like Mana Mana. Do 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 do. Mana Mana. Uh, it's yeah it's just I mean like it's so iconic it's just like everybody knows it right I mean if you if you think of hey we're gonna watch a western you go 
Everybody does <laughs> yeah. it. You know, that just, it's just what you just do. What yep. you yeah. do. It's amazing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, Leah, you're up. I'm going to do, uh, the movie's not obscure. Pretty Woman, of course, you know, was a bit of a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was big. It was a big one. And uh, of course, you know, the soundtrack, you know, we all had it, whatever. What happened? We were into it. Um, but there was a, a song on the soundtrack that I loved and no one was as into it as I was, but it was by Lauren Wood, who has a a deep voice and sort of a little jazz. Um, it's a bit of, it's a jazzy song. And so I, I you know, it, I, which I love and I have a deep voice as well. So it just, I had to learn that one as well when I was like 13 years old. Um, but anyway, it's Fallen by Lauren Wood from Pretty Woman. Now, I found a version that is on her own album called Cat Trick. So hopefully it's the same version because I couldn't, because that soundtrack isn't on iTunes. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, my link didn't work? Um, I did not, uh, I think it was, no, I think it went there and then I think you had to buy the whole album. You oh, couldn't buy an individual track. sorry. But um, this, I'm sure this is the same because it was the same uh, time. Okay. So, we'll um, I bet she has some mailbox money because of that soundtrack. Oh, though. it's just so improbable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? I, I, lo- I love mailbox money. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Same one? Yeah. I can't believe it. You're a dream coming true. I can't believe how I had fallen for you. And I was not looking, was content. Song before. It's so good. It's my really 13 good. year old self would just fast forward through that cassette tape right <laughs> to that song. It, was my it sounds one. like if it, her voice sounds like if Aaron Neville and Cher had a baby. What? Ooh. That's crazy. You are Leah does a pretty mean Cher impression. Well, now I'm just so. going to bring Aaron Neville in. You going to do it? I know. You yeah. going to do it? You want to do it again? Oh, God. Do some Cher? What do you always do? You gotta turn back time. If I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> That's with Aaron Neville. <laughs> uh, all right, now are you guys ready to maybe possibly cry again? Yes. Okay, this always. is a song. This is a song written by Randy Newman. It's from Toy Story Two, and it's sung by Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. And this is called When She Loved Me. And again, 1999. I'm in the movie theater, and I'm. Crying like a baby. Here we go. When somebody loved me, everything was beautiful. Every hour 
Toy that's God. getting broken up with by a child because <laughs> the child that's stops depressing. playing. That is, yeah, that, that, that thanks, was Pat. It's God. good though. It's good it's though. Beautiful. Okay. Where is Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. Don't know. I just see her a lot on Save the Dogs. And mm-hmm. I know every time I hear her voice, I'm worried about dogs. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> now, should they? Every time she sings, I adopt a dog. <laughs> should they? Should they ramp up another Lilith fair? Yeah. What do you I think? Feel like, why would I feel like there's so many amazing female artists so now. Many. Like yes, like more like Stuart that, and Finkelstein. Yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Look, there's a lot of stages at those events. I don't yeah. see why you guys couldn't be playing on one. I agree, but I that came out wrong. I think when I said I think there's uh, there's so many. What do I want to say? I can't say it right. The female, there's so like many dick. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many. There's so many female, female artists that are finally getting yes airplay and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're due. And I, yeah. I, I feel like they're equal, if maybe not more, on the radio than male artists are, and that's yeah. cool. Hey man, I will cool. dust off my hippie skirt and get right on in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it, and uh, my Birkenstocks. It, it seems like they only did, I think, two of them. I think is that it? I think so. I'm gonna have to borrow my flannel back from the I '90s. Know, sorry, I gave one. Leah my flannel from the '90s because I was gonna throw it away, and she didn't want me to. <laughs> Why did you throw it away? <laughs> I just had it in my drawer for so long, and I was like, I gotta get rid of this flannel. And, and you took it. Good. And I was like, well, it, I'll, I'll on loan. Do something. <laughs> I'll yeah. repurpose it. I'll on, repurpose it. On loan. And then I gave Heather. you my Nantucket sweatshirt. Do you know? I remember one. <laughs> I was going out one night in the 90s and leaving my house. It was like in college and just had like on a triple X flannel from the gap. And my mom was like, what? Why are you wearing that? She's like, you're like, look so good. And you're I was like, it looks fine. It looks great. And I slammed the door and I was so mad. But now I'm like, oh, my God, I was so skinny. Why wasn't I showing that? Oh, my God. It's so funny because I had the same conversation with my father who was a psychologist and he was worried that I was um, ashamed of my body because I was wearing such big clothes. <laughs> so we wanted to have that discussion. I was like, dad, oh my God. And he was just like, no, I'm just wondering because I just want to make sure that you feel comfortable with such big clothing. <laughs> I had a similar conversation with my daughter Rita yesterday. Rita just turned 17. She had a meeting uh, with a college counselor, this woman who helps you you know, look yeah. at college and stuff. And it was going to be at Starbucks. So Rita, like I told her, we have to leave at 1125. And now it's like 1130. I'm like, honey, uh-huh. we really have to go. So, and like, whenever she hears me outside her door, she'll go, don't come in. I go, I'm not going to come in. I'm not coming in. So she said, okay, you can come in. So I opened the door and she's wearing uh bibbed overall, a t-shirt, <laughs> bibbed overalls, then a flannel over the top of the bibbed overalls. And she's wearing like a, like a, Fat Albert and the Cosby kid like hat on, like you know, like a yeah, oh yeah. And I go, and I was like, honey, what? 
I was like, because I never say anything like, what are you wearing? Why are you wearing that? But I just felt like she should look a little bit more presentable when you're meeting yes. a college. And I was like, but there was no time to change no, it either. Yeah, that's it. So I was like, that's what you're wearing? She's like, why? What's wrong with this? I'm like, well, don't you think? You can? Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. There's nothing we can do. I've, I've had There's nothing I can do. It's, I'm actually happy to hear that. I feel like all of my friends' kids are like, like they don't wear bras. Yeah. And they're just like, whatever. It's cool. Like They're just like so free with their bodies. And I was like, well, the, the bras are being worn. I will say that right off the top. But yeah, um, but yeah they... um. This is what's funny about kids. Like when I, I don't want a bad picture of me out in the world ever. Yeah. They take like ugly pictures of themselves on purpose. Yeah. And just go, look at this picture. I'm like, you look terrible. I'm putting it on Instagram. Why? Because, because <laughs> it's funny and whatever. And you're like, I know. I'm like, no, look pretty. I'm shaming you. You have to look pretty. to look pretty. But yeah, her and her friends, they don't care. They just don't. They don't, they care. don't care. But isn't that nice? It's kind of freaking. It is, it is nice. It is yeah. nice that they're that they're not self-conscious. I know. They're it just, just doesn't matter. They're you know not what? self-conscious. I'm just happy to hear the overalls are back in style because I loved them. Yeah. 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 Yep. She loves them. Uh, All right. Who's Speaking up? of overalls, there's <laughs> a segue. Heather Stewart's up. Am I up? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to go, one of my favorite movies of all time is Poltergeist. I've seen so it scary. maybe one trillion times, Trito times. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's it's Jerry Goldsmith, and um, I picked the, the clown scene. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it, because you should go see it if you haven't, or rent it, or whatever. But the whole um, soundtrack is just yeah. awesome. La, la, la. La 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 la. I didn't pick that one, but anyway, go I on. I think Poltergeist so was scary. rated PG. I think it was, and it's so scary. It's horrific. I mean, it's so creepy. That part reminded me of the Planet of the Ape music. Yeah, it does. Jeez. Guys, I have to sleep in this it's house alone funny. tonight. Oh so thanks. So it's terrifying because then he puts like the little oh, children know. music and they, I mean, oh, it's, so good. it's PG and a kid gets attacked by his clown toy. And he gets eaten by a tree. And he gets eaten by his own tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl gets sucked into the TV. Do you know oh what I'm God, saying, man? So good. We told her not to go into the light. Didn't listen. You know what's weird? I am not a horror movie fan because I'm like, I, you know, it's, life is stressful enough as it is. I don't want to spend my leisure time biting my nails, except for that one. Yeah. Smell that mimosa. Joe Beth Williams is so, <laughs> so good. I love Joe Beth Williams. <laughs> oh, she's so good. Yeah, where's Joe Beth Williams? I don't know. She's, she's so pretty, great. and she's just an amazing. Everything. Love her. Craig T. Nelson. Everybody's great. Yep. Everyone is. Although good. a little tragic about all the kids, but anyway, yeah, go on. The other, the oh. two of the kids, two of the very kids tragic. Are, yeah. Good yeah. God. Both. Anyway. Where's that clown? <laughs> Where's that clown puppet? You that know clown what? Doll? I saw him at Gelson's. <laughs> <laughs> he said, bring it in, and then his arms just wrapped <laughs> just around me. Totally. 14 times. 14 times. <laughs> uh, back to Leah. So I think we each had a Randy Newman one. So I'm going to switch gears and okay. go back to Mr. Newman. Um, 
This song kills me. Too. I it was actually in a lot of films, but mm-hmm. I always think of Overboard. Overboard with uh, Goldie Hawn. It's the best Russell. movie. It's just it's, it's everything you want in an eighties film. Yeah. Uh, to have happen, you know, a I mean, woman gets kidnapped, and you know, and hilarity <laughs> ensues. Forced to become a, a Forced slave. Forced to become a slave. <laughs> you know? It's hilarious. It's a nice so good. family film. Uh, <laughs> so, it's really sweet. Oh, it really is. And uh, it's how I met my wife. Right. <laughs> A little known fact. <laughs> Same story. Oh God! I don't. What, I, I don't. This wasn't a bunch of other films, too. I but, believe it is. Yeah. But anyway, it's Randy Newman, so it's amazing. And Goldie Hawn is just pitch She's, perfect yep. in this. I just ate a bug. <laughs> Nowhere to go. Looks so easy, but listen, you know, it's hard to find what you've been dreaming of. But there's something special. Different people, different worlds. You just call me, and I'll be there for you. We belong together, you know it's true. Now is that tap tap? Is that a wood block, or is he? Are they hitting like the the the, the rim of the drum? Is it the rim? Snare, yeah. They snare, might, yeah. It's so like good. I, I like it. We could just do a Randy Newman show. <laughs> we could, oh, you could. You could I mean, that would have been a good caffeine one. Yeah, nah. I know. All right, I'm going to jump back to a John Hughes film called mm. Pretty in Pink. Oh, and yes! This is a song featuring Joe Jackson, but it's by oh, it's so Suzanne Vega. If you look right there, she signed my album. There she is, <gasps> Suzanne Vega. And uh, this is Left of Center. Oh, yeah. Such a great song. If you want me, you can find me left of center off of the strip. In the outskirts and in the fringes In the corner out of the grip I was always surprised that it was featuring Joe Jackson because I really I don't hear much. I mean, I mean, there's not much Joe Jackson not in there. Much, no. so good. He probably just wanted to, like we should just throw my name in there, right? We'll yeah. throw a little. Song. I'll do it, but this is how it's going to go. The drums sound really good. Oh, so in yes, good. we both we all jumped a little oh, when the drums God. kicked in. There. Sounds good. It's um, I still have that soundtrack on vinyl, which I think originally belonged to my sister, but. Somehow I have it. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes that happens. Yep. But uh, it's a great, the whole soundtrack. The whole soundtrack. That's one of my honorable mention. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. How many siblings do you have, Leah? Just one. Just one sister. Older, one. Or younger. Older. I always make sure that she that we under- make that clear. underline that. A lot older. 
Four and a half years. Uh, what an old hag. I know. She's, she's my age. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful person. <laughs> but you you exude a light that her sister doesn't have. I she's going to be watching. She's going to be watching. She's going to be listening. I agree. Well, she knows that I'm half joking. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Beth. <laughs> You're, Beth, Beth, come on. Sorry, come on, I took Beth. your album. The two of us together, forget about it. <laughs> I took that one and her Michael Jackson one. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, who just went me? It's Heather. It's is Heather. it me? It's you. Oh. Wait, oh, wait. No, wait. No, no wait. No, no, it is me. You just went? You just did Pretty Pink. Oh, it's me. Yeah. I thought we were going counterclockwise. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's Leah. It sure is it me? Yeah, it's you. I'm so confused. Oh, no, because I, I just did Randy Niven. Oh, yeah, it's Heather. It is me. Okay. Oh, this is good podcasting. This is a really good <laughs> Whose turn is it? Oh, let's quit. Okay, I'm going to get... This is so cheesy, and I'm, like, slightly embarrassed. I'm but so it's excited. one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm kind of a stupid romantic at heart. It's a movie called Somewhere in Time. Oh, I love it. Um, with uh, Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. And, and Jane Seymour. And, and we just got to meet Jane Seymour. We actually just sang at her house. We did. Does she still live in Malibu? Looking over the ocean? Yeah. The, the stupidest estate I've ever seen in my life. I was like, who, how do you, what is happening? When I first moved here, I was doing PA work and we were filming at Jane Seymour's house. We oh, were wow. filmer for this Ladies Home Journal special. And, um, and, She's in curlers and getting makeup done, but then like her son would come in and go, I can't find my soccer shoes. She's like, hold on guys. And she would go get that. She would do all the mom stuff. And then at one point she says to me, she goes, I can't, honey. She says to me, honey, I can't find my first walk out the front door and turn left and go in the door. And it should be in there on one of the couches. So I go outside the house. I go into this building. It's another building. Oh yeah, It's a screening room. Oh. It's a screening room with all these couches tiered up on all these you know, levels. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah, know it was we, awesome. We got she to was play fantastic. there and it's, it's, well, she's just like, she's stunning. She's a Bond girl. I mean, she's well, a Bond we girl. we played Live and Let Die for her. Did you really? Oh, we have footage have of her dancing to us so playing Live and Let Die. You have to send it to me. I'll send it to you. Yeah. And is she still married to James Keach? No, they are. No. That is a no. No, I don't think so. So she's available. Is that what you're telling me? I think it's, is she married? Should I, Last time I saw her, she, I, I, she might be dating. I don't know. I don't know either. So she's on the market. She, so Rachel, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> and she looks fabulous. Oh, Jane Seymour. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Uh, anyway, so this is a, it, it's somewhere in time. Uh, Christopher Reeve uh, falls in love with a, just seeing a picture of her and he wills himself back in time. And this song is, it's by John Barry and it's, um, it's, played the first time he actually sets eyes on her and it just is so beautiful the title is a little convoluted it's theme from somewhere in time <laughs> it's intense
been to the island where this was filmed. You've been to Mackinac Island? Yes, yes. <gasps> is it uh, magical? Well, I, I, I did stand-up comedy uh, at, <laughs> a, at a bar on the island, but it was in the winter, and you have to drive across that bridge. Oh, I thought they closed it in the winter. It wasn't when I drove over it, and I was Oh, they closed terrified. the Grand Hotel. I was terrified. Well, they, yeah. cl- they, oh, they closed the, the big hotel. That's where they yeah. filmed it, a Mackinac Island. You I know they terrified. do a Somewhere in Time tour, which I'm going to force my husband to go yeah, on with me. Should. I know. He on should. your anniversary. I think we should. Yeah, you I mean, should. It's so, it's Christopher so Reeve was so oh my God. So handsome. beautiful. And, he, oh. and he's such a good actor, and he I just know. loves her so uh, much. And, and oh, do you remember what God. happens to send him back? Because I remember. The 1979 penny. Yes, he he reaches in his pocket. He pulls out a coin and sees it, and he yeah. just kind of the camera the just penny, kind of and he sees the and, and he sees the date on it, and then everyone cries, and because he never gets back, right? And he can't it, get back, can't and get back. so he just oh literally my. wills himself to die. To die. Oh my god! Oh. This is probably this is 1980. This is probably one of my f- first date movies. Oh, probably yeah. I probably took a girl to see this. Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, and I wasn't even cool. Like I couldn't even go. Who cares? I was probably like. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Which probably worked in your favor. Yeah. Probably like, he did. He took me out to see this somewhere in time and he got emotional. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that would be a point in your favor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that 1979 penny is just so. Oh, no, it's and just, just, the, just the effect that they do, just bringing the camera And they just do the, like, in the into the whole time so and this vortex of time uh, and he's back in 1979 and you're like, oh, God. Terrible so with and disco. She, and she waits for him the whole time. She waits for him. Yeah. And um, what does she think? Does she think he just disappeared? I mean, did I she think know. Thanos snapped? And you know, it's funny <laughs> because, right? <laughs> because then, it, then you start, because I watched it I recently. I knew there was a connection. Yeah. Right? And we, I watched it recently because of, no. of us performing at Jane Seymour's. I'm like, God, I haven't seen it so long. We were talking about it. So I, I saw it again. And then, of course, after watching it, for the first time in 15 years, I was like, I have questions. I have questions yeah, about yeah. how the time travel no, would work. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you can't ruin and it. I was like, well, it wait was a minute. Favorite is he it, comes over to her and she goes, is it you? Uh, right? Oh, come on. Yeah, it's like, so yeah. that happens. Look, and then he like pauses and he goes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if Buzzkill Heather's letting it go, then you just have to go there with it. There are no questions. You, you know what he should have said is, is it you? Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> Trito. Trito. Uh, we are back to Leah. Um, well, uh, I, I, I could not, I had to, I had, it had to be done. The Graduate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the entire, so I mean, it's The Graduate. And I was just movie. talking about my dad who reminds, it was, is Dustin Hoffman-esque. <laughs> um, and Mrs. Robinson. That's, I mean, that's the one. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, the actress. Okay, yeah, Mrs. Robinson is the one. Mrs. <laughs> now, it's funny. Now I'm I'm taking the there's two versions on the soundtrack, and those are like really? just a little bit over a minute. It's not like the full. Interesting. So I'm gonna so that's what I'm gonna play. This I'll is see a, what that's about. this is from the the Graduate soundtrack, and this is a minute and sixteen seconds. But huh. let's hear some of it. Yeah.
So it's not the traditional with the uh, with the lyrics in the Joe DiMaggio. No, that's interesting. It's really cool. I remember that now. Yeah. It's such. I mean, it's just one of the best films ever made. Someone needs yeah. to teach Paul Simon how to write a song. Jeez, you know so I mean? terrible. It's wrote so Sound like, of Silence when he was like yeah. four. <laughs> so dumb. Oh man, so good. He just but, turned uh, eighty. No. Yes. Wow. Eighty. See, that's well, I can't depressing. stop time. And he's still with Edie Brickell. <laughs> yeah. I Hopefully know. he won't pull that 1942 penny out of his pocket. I know, right? I know. Yeah. Didn't they just have like a little domestic they squabble? Did. And they ended up in court. Court, I know. Yeah, that was a while ago. I think it's fine. I think it's like, you know, look, the wine was flowing maybe. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Know. Yeah. Habits. I just remember that Edie Brickell said, remember, you wanted this. And then she just... <laughs> Hit him with a pan. She was like, my career died when we got married. Anyway, like, I'm a foot taller than you. Back off. Oh, she, Edie Brickell had a new album out this she year. She does have a new album out. Did you listen to it? I have not listened oh, to I it. Oh, I have to. I am going to play a song for you. Oh, do yeah, I, please do. I love this song. It's called, um, the album is, it's by Edie Brickell and New Bohemians. Oh, I Hemians. love that. The song, the album is called Hunter and the Dog Star. Now, this song is called Sleeve, and I've played it on the show before, and I love it. And it's about it's about getting tattoos, getting a sleeve. So here we go. See what you guys think. Be honest. I'm so excited for this album. I had no idea. I listened to Shooting Rubber Bands at the oh, Stars over and over and over again and just was so just such a fabulous, unique oh, voice. Yeah, so I really like this album. Yeah, it, oh, check a, it out. There's a song called Don't Get in, in the Bed Dirty. It's just, it's a really oh, good album. Oh. It's really This reminds good. me of the parody I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we gotta we do it. Do. We gotta do it. We should do because every time you know I wash the sheets on our bed, it's just very exciting. Like it's exciting for me to uh-huh. have clean yeah. sheets. Well, how often do you do it? <laughs> Once a week. Yep. All right, that's good. So I'm told you we should do a clean sheets are all on the bed tonight. <laughs> is, um, and is it, is it a specific day? Is it like Sunday? I is normally it, do Sunday. Yeah, Sunday's Monday, laundry day? Yeah, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Except for today. Except for today. Except for today. Oh, but you're not going to go a whole nother week with those same sheets, are you? Uh, no. We, we miss Sunday, so we're going to have to keep it up. No. Yeah, no. Let me I'll ask you this. Do it sometime. Now, do you just you take those sheets off, you wash them, and then you put them back in the bed, or do you have other... 
sets no, of sheets. No, because I liked. I only have one set of sheets right now, which is okay with me because then they're the clean ones that are right, freshly right. out of the wash. Yeah. See, when I was growing up, my mom had a linen closet, and we had so many sets of sheets, and I didn't understand. I didn't really understand why, because yeah. she would take them off, wash yeah. those, then take another set and put them on, and then take these and fold them and put them away. I'm like. Just take those out of the dryer and put them oh, back that's so funny. I have a rotator. I just have two. I rotate the two. You rotate, rotate the two. That's good. Yeah. That's good. But really, yeah. that's a, that's the most you need is two. You do completely. You don't need any more than that. <laughs> One of my husband's friends. Um, uh, Chuck? He, is it he, Chuck? No, it's it's uh, it's uh, Peter Sharetta. He's actually mm-hmm, has a mm-hmm. he's a slash film guy. So um, he tweeted once. He was like, "Just so you know, like dudes left to their own devices change their sheets about as often as they change their printer cartridges." <laughs> <laughs> and then when I first met Alex, I was like, "That tracks." Yep. Yep. My husband's apartment when we first started dating was just it was just a group of guys in yep. Boston, and it was just it it was just the grossest. Of everything. Oh, yeah, no. And his uh, blanket was just an all-the-way zipped sleeping bag. <laughs> unzipped sleeping bag. Just unzipped yeah, sleeping, just sleeping bag. bag. I was like, we're so going to have to a, work on that. You get a nice zipper burn totally, in the middle of the night. Oh, my God, completely. It was awful. Now, see, when Pilar first came to my apartment, I had it was me and I just had one roommate. And we, had a, we each had our own bedroom and we each had our own bath. And we had like a common area. But when we were going up to my apartment for the first time, I said to her, I go, okay, look, we're not gay. But we were very, very neat. And she came in the apartment. She's like, I would have thought you were gay if you didn't tell me. Because this is ridiculous. I go, I know. I know. Like, there was no dishes in this sink. There was no one made. Everything was. And I didn't prepare for her to come over. It was just like. Who are you? I just, I got to have, I got him a little bit neat. Oh, that God. That's amazing. I just, you just got a lot sexier. Wow. (laughs) Hello. Hey, my my wife's out of town. And Jane Seymour's coming over. Jane Seymour will be here in an hour. Oh, in an hour. <laughs> um, now I don't know whose turn it is. We just played. We oh, played Mrs. Said, Robinson, and then you. I played that sleeve song. Oh, oh but that yeah. doesn't count no, as my that song. No, so it's you. Okay, so I have one. I I chose one for the graduate because oh, nice. when I pulled your songs, I have that soundtrack. And then you had played a Dave Grusin song before, and Dave Grusin does the music for this movie too. Oh, right. He does the incidental stuff that Simon mm-hmm. Garfunkel don't do. Don't do. So I just found this. It's called Sun Porch. Cha-cha-cha. Just a little piece of music. Dave Gerson. two are communicating in like sign language about music like heather like put her fingers down like she was on a keyboard and then we were doing some i don't know was it uh, asl from leah i think they just wrote a song we just wrote i don't a know song. they wrote, just wrote a song. yeah uh when i watch the graduate now and the guy says plastics i'm like you're the guy that ruined the world with your plastics. No, I know. It means so much more now. I know, it really God, does. It really and my does. parents thought that was so funny. And I, I you know, that was that was, a whole, that was an yeah. iconic line. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. We are back that's, to. That's me. It is you. 
so as long as we're on the Dave Grusin here, uh, oh, is this on yours too? Do, well, it was on my original, but then you, uh, it's on yours. So there's a movie with um, Henry Fonda. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he's a silly old poop. He's a silly old poop. No, men. No, <laughs> my knight in shining armor. Uh, <laughs> it was very good. It was Thank good. And Catherine, good. Catherine Hepburn Thank is you. in the house. Thank you. Yes. yes. And uh, Jane Fonda is also in it. And, uh, Who will be here in an hour. In an hour. <laughs> so it's called On Golden Pond. And it's just this aging couple. And they go to their summer house. And um, he has a strained relationship with his daughter, Jane Fonda. And it reads really beautiful on film. Yeah. Because I know they had yeah. their they own. Did. Hanoi Jane. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, it'll make you see. <laughs> That's such an old person joke at this point. And of course, I know. But, you're still, we know. but, you, anyway. but, you're, but you still got it. I know. Of course we got no it. I should have said, what are you talking about? Right? Yeah. I'm only it, it, 24. <laughs> My dad's best friend refers to her like that. He does not like wow, her. Still. Wow, still. Yeah. 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 My dad's still 85, cares. so his friend's 85. Yeah. So yeah. he still, yeah. Still carries I think that it. generation Amazing. still, yeah. yeah. But it's um, it's the main theme, and it's, it's just about love and aging and life, and it just sort of encompasses... And it'll you make know, you, what we're doing on this planet, and it's beautiful. It's, it will make you heave sobs. It will make you heave sobs. And the title is a, a little convoluted. It's uh, on Golden Pond main theme. <laughs> seen all these movies that we're playing songs from tonight but i wonder do they still hold up like does on golden yes. Pond hold up you think I, well, yes. we watched it together <laughs> we did it so and funny. literally heave sobs we heave sobbed yeah it holds it, it actually i think it was based on a play and it really read it's cinema it reads like, like a play, a play. Yeah. yeah it's really it's it's not that it's one note, but it's not like this. It's a very simple film yeah. about one moment in time. And, and it's just the performances. Yeah. I mean, if you have any, you know, if you have father, daughter, or anything, I'm like. Oh. Oh. Well, also, my Nana and Grampy had a, uh, a lake house on uh, it was Lake Winnipesaukee in, in New Hampshire um, that we used to go to. And we'd fish sunfish and they had, lo- I mean, it was. They lived on, they had a lake house on, on they amazing. literally had it on Golden Pond. So that's amazing. It always reminded me of that and, and that time and, you know, my nan and grampy. Yeah. Yeah. And Heather, I know your Mima and Peepaw <laughs> had. <no. laughs> you mean my grandmother and my grandfather? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ours, were, we, ours was Nana and Pap. Oh, that's amazing. That's what Mine we, was just grandpa and grandpa. And then my other one was Bubba. 
People are always say, what do you want your grandkids to call you? And I'm just like, dude. Dude. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Grand, I always say grandpat. Grandpat. <laughs> call me grandpat. When my, uh, when my sister was, was pregnant with uh, the, the first of her two boys, mm-hmm. uh, they asked my dad, what do you want to be called? And he's like, God, I don't know. He's like, Popple do. So he became Popple do. Popple do. And Leah, are you like the best aunt? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna say I'm pretty fun. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty fun. Cool. I did have one of my nephews live with me for three months, six yeah, months. You did, you did. One, yeah. of, one of my nephews lived here in this house for two years. Wow, wow. you're a good yeah. Yeah. uncle. And then we killed him. Yeah. <laughs> now he now he lives under the floorboards. <laughs> how old was he? Uh, um, how old was Kyle? He was the producer of this show. Oh wow! So, yes. Yeah, so we miss him. We miss him. He oh, he, that's he's funny. married and lives I didn't in Brooklyn. That that's he was amazing. your. I didn't put the two two together. Yeah, because we're like we're like friends too. It's weird. That's yeah, cool. you know, I, I used to change his diaper, and now we're friends. I know it's weird. It's very strange to yeah. me to think that the kids that I changed their diaper are now having sex with people, and it no, really no. bothers me. <laughs> <I know. laughs> You're like, no, 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 it's no, not no. cool, and I don't want to know about it. And every time I see you, don't talk about it. <laughs> Why are you thinking like that? It's Heather? gross. <laughs> Uh, here we go. You just went to it's Leah. No, it's me. I can't. Get oh, no, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Counterclockwise. Why am I so dumb today? <laughs> Ever since we turned the clocks back, I can't figure out oh how gosh. we go around the table. We were just talking about, I mean, also, we're sort of like re entering life. So it's like, it's been like a bumpy re entry yeah. into no, like, no. you know, organizing time. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Agree. <laughs> what did you say? What time is it? Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Yeah, uh, Leah said the other day. Honestly, like six months into the pandemic, she was like, "What time is it? Thursday?" Yeah, <laughs> what a time that was. Oh man, like, and is still. Yeah, I know. But once again, triple vaxxed. What did we call it? Trito vax. Trito vax. Coming whatever. soon to a theater to you, near you. Um, With Vin Diesel, I think is. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> um. So what did I have? Oh, here. Oh, we'll do this one. Um. Okay, so again, when I was a kid and had HBO, mm-hmm. if if we heard certain things, you knew what movie it was, and you'd be really excited. And you're like, oh, that well, that just takes care of the next two hours of my life. Fame. I watched it about three million times. Trudeau. as did so, I. Oh my god! And so the scene with Irene Cara sitting at the piano singing on my own and just me wanting to be the you know a, a, a singing pianist I was just like that it's ever it's everything it's everything <laughs> I was so, right there with you girl. oh my yep. god and her hair and the whole thing anyway it's one of my favorites here we go out here on my own sometimes I wonder Such teenage angst. Make believing is hard alone. Out here on my own. We're always proving who we are. Always reaching for that rising star. Guide me far and shine me home out here on 
tell you, we're bringing the feels today with this we're episode. Bringing the feels. You know what? I close my eyes <laughs> and I, I can't not it's sing it. It's between that and I sing the body electric. Oh, right. Oh, right. my God. I know, I know. That was the best. These are great songs. I love it. All right. I'm going to take you to 1982. Ooh, I like it. This movie is one of my favorite mo- comedy movies of all time because Michael Keaton is so <gasps> fucking funny in the movie Night Shift. Yes. It's just oh my so God. funny. Okay, Pat. Everything he says is funny. Okay, Pat. Yes. Just I just watched yeah. that with Alex two nights ago. <laughs> and how great is it? I... I remember it being better. Oh, really? Okay, okay. <laughs> because it was one of those ones okay. that was on cable all the time, and I watched it like a hundred times, yeah. and Alex was like, I've never seen it. So we watched it, and I was like, Michael Keaton's genius. Well, they're both great in it. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't, the, the acting is superb. It just, it was slow to me. Like, it, it was it, slow it, now? It was, okay. It's slow, and it doesn't quite get to, and they, it's more about his relationship with Shelley Long than their relationship and it's kind of weird it's it was interesting but yes but go on that's just very strange do, 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 do. <laughs> okay so he's so great he at is it. so good yeah uh so there's a there's a song the the opening theme is by quarter flash and it's yep. it's called night shift on the night shift yep but the song that I love is the end credit song which is by Rod Stewart oh yeah it was written by Burt Bacharach and it was later done by that's Stevie Wonder. Yes, that's what friends, for, friends are for. But this is Rod just singing it himself. But you know what's weird? Uh, again, the soundtrack, it was Burt Bacharach. And, and I was like, he just did That's What Friends Are For like throughout the whole soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't, and I was he like, didn't really was a, try. No, he was just like, anyway, just play that over again. It's a really good song. Just yeah. play it again. They'll yeah. never know. They'll never know. They'll never and know. And Heather Stewart was on to him. I was. As far as I'm concerned, I'm glad I've got a chance to say that I do believe I love you. And if I should ever go away, well, then close your eyes and try to feel the way we do today. And then if you can remember. Keep smiling, keep shining Knowing you can always count on me For sure That's what friends are for Okay, now I need to subject both of you to this. It's amazing. I saw Rod Stewart uh, at the Celand Arena in Fresno, California. Are you both oh jealous? You know what? We also saw Michael Keaton at the Lyle Lovett concert. Well, there you go. Remember that? I oh, oh, I, that's the second and time. And Annabeth Gish. I, that's the second time I've seen him. I saw him at a rap party. Anyway. I saw Rod Stewart play at the Tower Records on Sunset Parking Lot. Wow. When I first moved out here. Holy Moses. I know. He did a full, like, 90-minute, yeah. Oh, that's Like awesome. a concert in the parking lot. Yeah, concert in the lot. That's amazing. All right, so Rod Stewart has a brand new album out as of two oh, weeks ago. Oh, no. Okay. And the first single oh, boy. is called One More Time. So do you want to venture a guess what One More Time is about? Um, underage girls. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know. One More Time of Sex? 
Yes. No, that's what I was thinking too. That's what everyone, and like, I'm like, if you said one more time, I don't know that that would be the first thing, but anyway, I'm going to play it for you. Let's get sexy one more time. One more time. uh, One more time. Well, (laughs) here we go. It's funny because- Because it's it's true. It's not great. It's not, I don't hate it. But it's not, but it's not, but I also can't endorse it. I got you. I get it. So here we go. One more time. Guy 76. It's not the color of your hair or the beauty in your eyes that I'll be missing. Oh, the sunshine in your smile, oh, those ruby red lips I've been kissing. Now your family don't like me, this I understand. I don't want to settle down, I'm just a rambling man. I'd rather be out rocking with my good old country band. Yes, I would. But listen, baby. It was great while it lasted And together we smashed it <laughs> when he says together we smashed it, I just like no. Wow. It started out I really, really solid. Like, oh, I like it, and all of a sudden things happen, and, I was and like, then oh, it became no. a disco. Something happened. You know what? That sounds. I hate, that sounds like a Euro song. What does that mean? I don't know. Like a Euro trash song. Oh yeah, 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 you know yeah. What I yeah. mean, like yeah. it sounds like one of those pop. He was Euro. trying. He's trying to do a thing. It's like no, just yeah. do. That like, was like two different songs that they slammed together. Time. No, no, they, they smashed they, them together. They did smash them together. <laughs> the second song is called Gabriella, and that's about a nineteen-year-old. So hi. You know what? I was friends. The, the whole the whole concept of that track reminds me of this friend of mine that used to come see me play and he was in his 80s and I loved him and he was mm-hmm. hilarious and he started dating this woman and I was like really happy that he was you know dating again yeah. and he would bring her every time and then he didn't he wasn't with her and I said John what happened to the girlfriend he said well she broke up with me and I was like oh no what happened he goes she said I came on too strong and I was like oh no and he's like and I said to her how many more chances do you think I'm gonna get <laughs> 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 well, so enter right. Rod Stewart's new song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. It started, I'm just gonna point out the obvious. Sometimes was, you have to. Sometimes you have to that play. That was fucking terrible. Sometimes you have to play songs for. This is a comedy podcast. Oh so. my god! Like who produced? What's ha- what happened? No, it just took a left turn. And his voice still sounds really good. What are they doing? Well, it, started, it started out with such he wrote promise. it. He wrote he it. Oh wow. no! And he produced the album. Oh, oh. no! <laughs> we got just two oh no's. Oh no! I was Three. excited for a second. That was bad. yeah. It has promise because the first time I heard it, I was like, it's like oh, hey, I like wow. this little, little little almost it was like Mumford and Son situation yeah. going like on. Jack, Jack Antonoff or somebody to like produce it for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. What yep. are you doing? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> like that, don't sugarcoat things, it. Tell how you feel. Things make me mad. I don't know why, but I'm just you mad because well, you know why? Because I was duped. Because it started out okay, and then it just became this. And then it, it, yeah. I was duped. You were duped. duped. And then since, what did he say? Smash it? <laughs> Together we smashed it. Oh, no, boy. No, no, we didn't. No, and then he says, I can keep a secret. <laughs> I know you can too. No. <laughs> Just n- oh, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write to somebody. He's 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 76. He's. I mean, good for him, I guess. 
I mean, he's not. I think he's not having a horrible life. No, no I think no. I saw him once actually on Melrose. There's a uh, there's a video for it. Check that out later on YouTube. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait. I, to, can't. I can't wait. I can't do it. I'm already All too right. angry. What do you got for us? All right, this is my last, uh, and you know, it's everybody's first because it's just what how, what else is there? It's Star Wars. How do you All not? Right. How do you just? You know what I mean? Main title. Main title. I'm, 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 you're right in, yeah. and okay. you're excited from yep. note one. Get ready for to read some exposition on your screen. I know, right? Exactly. Williams killing it again. Killing it. Smashing it. Sma- he smashed it with <laughs> that smashed one. It. He smashed the shit out I of mean, that one. I mean, it's just, what, how do you I even... mean, John Williams is just, I mean... For, Although, so Lee and I, um, for the show we do, we play a lot of Holst, the planets. Oh. Okay. We used to have Holst. So if you listen to the planets, you're like, oh, everything is stolen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was from Holst. Uh, he wrote it in around the turn of the century. Yeah. Um, and so many, uh, it's just, it's hardcore stolen. So it, composers are just lifting. Oh, lifted. it's so lifted. The fact it, that is it, it public was, domain. Can we just lift it? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. because we play it for, yeah. uh, the dungeon run. All right. It's such a, uh, it, it sounds like an orchestral. It sounds like a score. Wow. It sounds, it sounds like, like a, a modern how film come, score. How come there's not a movie about that person? Oh, uh, there should you be. You know, there should be. Yeah. And we'll, 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 let's get on it. That's Let's right. You should write it and we score write it. it. Yeah. Okay. But John Williams uh, absolutely yeah, was inspired Wars. by Holst. And also, my when work we here saw, is done. <laughs> we saw him. The you know we were saying at you know the bowl. Yeah. And that, and I almost put E. T. on here because E. T. Yeah. like changed my life when when it, however old I was when it came out, and I just was you know I had the lunchbox and everything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean it's. That's about as iconic yep. as it gets, except for what I'm about to throw down. Okay, go. All give right. it. Here's okay. my well, iconic here, one. Here's what we're going to do. Your song is going to be our playout song, and I think it's a perfect playout song for the episode, too. Okay, great. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to go around the table. We're going to do some promoting. You guys can say where you can be found on the socials. Do you have a website? What if people want to hire you to score their independent film or their not independent film? Whatever. Let's that. do it. Who wants to talk? Leah or Heather? I'll go. Go for it. Uh, we uh, are Stuart and Finkelstein dot com, um, and Finkelstein is spelled F I N K E L S T E I N. Well done. And Stuart is spelled like Rod. And like Stewart. Rod Stewart, like Jimmy Stewart, like Martha Stewart. That's right. All of them. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to book us, if you want to contact us, you can just do that all through our website and our calendars up for when we're performing next. Which I don't think we have anything quite on the books right now. Not quite. Uh, we might. Uh, right. No, we don't. But not, we'll, not, we'll. So, not solidified. But we also have um, on our socials at Stu and Fink. Yep. Oh, I like that. That's Stu Twitter and, and, and Instagram at yeah. Stu and Fink. Yeah, oh, I'm going to follow that. Please oh, do. Because we just started do. rebranding, so we don't have many right. followers. 
And Leah, we played a song from you earlier today or earlier in the show. And um, people go to iTunes or wherever you buy music and, yeah. and listen to it and then buy it. Same with Heather's albums. Yes, please that. do. All right. On we, all the places. That's right. Yeah, all the places. All of the things. We're at Rock Solid Show and we're at rocksolidpodcast.com. And it's pretty simple. And now Leah is going to play us out with a classic. Tell us about it. Well, Casablanca. The very, very, the, as time goes by. I mean, how do you not? How do you not? It's just the best. By Dooley Wilson is the guy's name. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. And I, then it was written by, and I was looking him up too, uh, Herman, 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 Herman Hupfeld. Jewish. Yeah. You know what they all I are. Think. Jewish. I think. I um, think. Pat, thanks for having us on. Yes. Thank you for being here and... <laughs> You'll come back, and we don't have to do movie stuff next time. We can do. We we'll figure out something yeah, to do it again. Whatever. We'll just talk about Rod Stewart for an hour, for sure. <laughs> Maybe we could. We can talk about songs that make us cringe. Oh, my. ooh, that's a fun one. That's um, a fun one. Yes. All right, mark it down. Done. Start making your lists. I'm. It's already created. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Leah. And here is "As Time Goes By" by Dooley Wilson. Song fades up. You must remember this. And the mics fade down. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental things apply as time goes by. And when two lovers woo, they still say, I love you. On that you can rely No matter what the future brings As time goes by Moonlight and love songs Never out of date Hearts full of passion Jealousy and hate Woman needs Man, and man must have his mate that no one can deny. It's still the same old story, a fight for love and glory, a case of do or die. The world will always welcome lovers as time goes.